From the beautiful city of West Hollywood, we bring you Film Forward, the official podcast of the Los Angeles Diversity Film Festival. We're back with another episode of Film Forward. This is another installment of our series that highlights the films of Ladies' Night, a special pop-up screening that will be held May 18th at the West Hollywood City Council Chambers. Our guest for this episode is Alexandra Shu, writer-director of the short Our Way Home. Alexandra, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) So tell us about Our Way Home. Um, Our Way Home uh, is my most recent short film, which I shot in Long Island um, a couple of years ago uh, in New York, Long Island, New York. Um, And it's about a brother and sister on their way home for Thanksgiving. Um, And they stop at a diner and they experience some racism. Um, And they end up being followed on the road. um, And you expect it must be somebody from the diner, but it ends up being someone else. (laughs) And it's a period piece. It's a period piece from the 1960s. Uh, in addition to the drama that resides in the plot and the suspense being followed and all that stuff, there's a lot of drama within the characters also. Uh, I think a lot of minorities can relate to, and it's like cultural identity, you know, like uh, being in between two cultures, um, living in America. Can you Can you touch on that? Yeah. So uh, back in the 1940s to 60s, um, several Chinese uh, came over from China um, because of the revolution that was happening in China. Um, And so I really wanted to explore uh, the cultural difficulties of being Asian in America during that time period. Um, And the the film was inspired by a photograph um, of my father um, and my aunt and a family friend, and they're all standing around this 1950s Ford Falcon. Mm. Um, the film is actually originally called Driving Our Mom's Falcon. <laughs> um, but because of clearance issues, we had to change the title and everything. Um, but I really wanted to touch upon racism for for my um, characters that are inspired by my family. Um, I don't think we've ever seen um, a story uh, built around racism set in the 1960s for Asians in America. No, yeah, we... It's always, you know, you see the, the black perspective or the Hispanic perspective, but never seen the, the right. Asian American perspective. Yeah. Um, and so that was, that was, that was a, a source of inspiration was that photograph. Mm-hmm. And then I was inspired to make the film. Um, and I, I really wanted to, to bring it to a big screen. <laughs> right. Um, and I talked to all of my family members who are all alive uh, my my father, his sisters, and also some family members on my mom's side, um, and just talk to them about what racism, how they experienced racism back in the that era, um, and they all dealt with it in very different ways. Um, my father and one of my aunts, they both experienced racism, but um, they would just put their head down, um, even though they might they may have been called like bad names, bad words. Um, but they, they would just keep moving forward and just keep walking, you know, and just ignore it. And so my father always is, is always very positive. So, um, he would just walk through life, just keep moving forward. Right. (laughs) Um, but for a couple of my other relatives, they experienced racism and, 
they would be perceived as like aliens in certain places that they would go. One of my aunts um, actually went to a, a particular college and actually had a connection with an African-American um, activist, Ralph Bunch. Mm. And he um, actually sent her a letter um, and they developed a, a friendship. Um, and I think that she felt like it was him... Um, you know, seeking some sort of just a connection with somebody else who was a person of color. Um, and I think that was a really powerful story that sort of came up in sort of our research and discussions and conversations. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, but I, I really wanted to um, touch upon the word assimilation. Right. Um, and I think that was actually a, a word that came up frequently in as filmmaker, other filmmakers were reviewing the film and my friends were re- reviewing the film, they all sort of tack, like, tacked on to that word, assimilation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think it's something we can relate to. Well, like my grandma also, you know, her parents came to this country. Her parents didn't speak Spanish at home because they wanted her to like speak English and, you know, they wanted her to assimilate and be a part of the American society. So... I kind of got that sense from, you know, assimilate into American culture with, like, the music they're listening to, you know, trying not to speak the language in public, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I think assimilation in America means something different for each of the characters in the film. Yeah. Um, for, like, the brother character, it's – he's actually still um, – he still wants to speak Chinese and he still wants to maintain his Chinese heritage. Right. For the sister, she's different. She wants to be more American. She wants to not have to speak Chinese, and she wants that the American culture, like, living and breathing within her. Um, And then you have um, her boyfriend character who's um, completely assimilated but is almost dealing – it's basically dealing with insecurities of being Mm Asian American. And it's before – uh, 1962 was right when that term came about of being Asian American, the term Asian American. Before then, people, Asian Americans were called like Orientals and all kinds of other things. <laughs> right. Worse things that we won't say on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really love the, the music in the film, uh, especially incorporating the Leslie Gore song, You Don't Own Me. Uh, excellent choice. Uh, talk to us about that. The, when you use that song in yeah. that scene, it's it's an excellent way of de- finding a way to depict uh, power within that character. Talk to us about you know conceiving that scene and and what it was like to film it and what what you what you wanted to get out of it. Well, first of all, that scene is shot in a diner, mm-hmm. and I feel like diners have always been a part of like American culture, and there's so much a part of our pop culture and history. Um, and for them to stop on a, at a diner on their way back home, it, it feels natural. <laughs> right. Um, they encounter racism with uh, the waiter, and um, it's really Barbara, the sister's reaction to her brother experiencing this racism. Um, and she goes to the jukebox, and, and the whole scene is very much like a, like a dreamlike scene. You know, and I, um, when we were writing the scene and trying to create it, I was, I was dead set on it being dreamlike because something like this may happen now, but it definitely would not have happened back in the 1960s for an Asian woman to like stand up for herself and, and defend her brother and, and really just like 
stick it to him. <laughs> Sticking it to the man. I mean, she really sticks it to him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, it, it that whole scene is is like a dream, you know. Yeah. Like um, we don't know if it happened for her, if or in reality. We don't know if um, if she, uh, she did experience that. We don't know if the audience is experiencing it with her or not. Um, it's it's almost like do do we we want her to be doing that? But obviously, like in that time period, I don't think an Asian American woman would have ever done something like that and really stood up for herself like that. And I I really insisted on that being a dream like. Uh, scene. <laughs> right. Uh, well, it's a great scene. It's masterfully Thank you. done. Very, Thank you. Very, very cool. It's 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 a great hook. Um, Thank you. We're gonna we're gonna continue to chat with Alexandra on Film Forward. We're talking about her film Our Way Home, which will be screening May 18th at Ladies Night. Join us for that, and join us for more on Film Forward. We'll be right back. If you like the music in our show, all songs are performed by the band Dub8. Check out their new EP, Ayudame, available on iTunes and Spotify. All right, welcome back to Film Forward. We're here with Alexandra Shu, director of Our Way Home. Alexandra, period pieces are fun. They're fun to watch, and they're fun to make. Talk to us about... Some of the fun things that came along with uh, making this period piece, and then also some of the challenges, I guess, that came along with making it. Um, some of the some of the fun things that happened on uh, with this film um, was finding the clothing, working with the costume designer, um, searching for the locations um, was challenging but fun at the same time. Um, we actually, because we shot in Long Island, Long Island um, is is not a place that is common to films being made. <laughs> and so I think just trying to prove that we were making this film, prove um, our passion and our goals was a little bit challenging. And so a oh, lot really? of, we didn't get a lot of green lights in the end. Um, and it wasn't until we found the one that we shot in towards the end. Um, and they were super friendly, but they were also people of color. <laughs> right. So they 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 knew, they knew what was going on. They understood, and they were down for the cause. Yes. <laughs> um, but uh, shooting with um, vintage cars is a challenge. <laughs> yeah. Um, I still remember going to a panel with um, Guillermo del Toro talking about. Um, his experience shooting uh, Shape of Water. Right. And on like day one, he they uh, Michael Shannon apparently like drives the car accidentally into a, a light post, um, and I was like, oh wow, we also have experiences <laughs> like this of dealing with like vintage cars and everything. Um, but I um, I love the 1960s in terms of. American pop culture history and like just the textures and colors of the time period. Um, I'm so fascinated by that time period, and I would love to just teleport back there to <laughs> to get a sense of what the time was like. Yeah, I'm like, with you, sister. <laughs> um, but I um, I loved working with the actors and sort of developing their voices and um, finding their mannerisms, and um, I had them all do monologues. Um, in, in character in that time period using different phrases from that time period and we had a lot of fun doing it. 
Yeah, I mean they're great. They uh, they really they really fall into it. Uh, their body language, their movements, it all it it, it sells sells very well. Yeah. Um, the some of the car chase stuff is also like really fun. Like I I'm gonna assume you guys didn't have a huge budget, like and it was there was some you know homages to some great car car movies. You know, like mm-hmm. with, with with the angles and. Shooting some stuff Dutch, it was, it was really beautifully shot. Was that stuff fun? Uh, yeah, it was fun and challenging. Right, <laughs> um, right. Um, fortunately, we were um, in a place that there was basically no cars on this highway, so that was that was nice. And uh, but it was phenomenal working with like these stunt guys who actually did a lot of the driving and everything. And they um, were they were so hardworking and so passionate. They knew exactly what they were doing. But that Dutch angle shot that you mentioned was actually not um, on purpose. Oh, really? <laughs> um, it was actually by accident, and um, the camera had like accidentally like got unhooked, <laughs> and I wasn't even there because my cinematographer. We had shot the scene many times already, and everybody was on the same page, and um, like my we, I had a phenomenal grip, who was able to actually make like a homemade. Uh, car mount for the front of the car right um but he also was able to create him and the ac were able to create like a sort of a mechanism for my cinematographer to maneuver the camera from inside the truck oh very cool yeah and um but it it um faltered uh while they were shooting and the camera accidentally got unhooked a little bit and like it was a whole situation a little bit when I wasn't even there and I was working and prepping the actors and everything. And uh, my cinematographer came to me later um, uh, when he, after he had watched the cut and he was like, this is actually what happened. <laughs> <laughs> and, and because I've actually been using the shot um, in all the cuts and stuff like in post-production and um, I was sitting with my editor and I was like, Zoe, there's like something missing here. Like I, I feel like we're just like repeating shots here. Like, can we like look for something? And then I found fa- like we found that shot, and I was like, oh, what what's what's this? Right. <laughs> yeah. It's what we refer to in Hollywood as a happy accident. <laughs> yeah. Um. So let's talk about uh, writing this film, mm-hmm. uh, or your writing process in general, because sure. I know you're working on a few other things. Yeah. Um. When do you find yourself most productive? What's kind of like your writing routine if you have one? I know that's kind of a difficult question to answer because <laughs> sometimes when people ask me that, it's kind of like, I don't know, it's just chaos and sometimes it's good and sometimes it's not. But do you have a routine that kind of is starting to work for you? Um, well, actually, I enjoy collaborating with other writers. Um, I find that it makes the writing process less lonely. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I there's about four writers that I tend to work with. And I actually worked with this uh, British writer who I uh, met at the Austin Film Festival with uh, one of my earlier short films. And his earlier short film, The Romance Class, was phenomenal. Like, the writing and dialogue was awesome. And and so per, like exact, You're right? Um, and the characters were just were were perfect for their dialogue. So this was actually our second collaboration. Our other short film, um, which is also a very personal story to me, um, it was my NYU thesis film, Pop, and that one um, is still in post production. I feel like 
I I have a very heavy hand in terms of like the creative process. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always the creator of the story, um, but um, I really look to other writers um, to use their strengths and bring their strengths uh, to every project. Right. And speaking of other projects, uh, I know you mentioned you have Pop, which is in post-production coming up, but any other projects you've got coming up yeah. down the line? Yeah, um, I'm developing um, a feature film called Queens. Very cool. Um, set in the same time period, has overlapping characters. Oh, cool. Yeah, <laughs> but it's a very different film. Um, it's just about a family, Chinese-American family, growing up in Queens. Um, it's set during the 1960s, um, and it has to do a little bit with like the World's Fair, um, which happened in 1964 to 65 out in Queens, New York. Right. Um, and it's, uh, you know, and very much inspired by my family. Um, and, um, yeah, just, we just haven't seen these kinds of stories yet of Chinese and Chinese Americans and what their life was like. And one of my biggest inspirations for this film and, uh, references is, uh, the movie Brooklyn, who we see Mm -hmm. like an Irish girl and, you know, she goes into like these Irish social clubs and, and we, we were doing the same thing um, because based on my research and everything and my discussions with my family, uh, Chinese people had the same thing. They had uh, social clubs that where everybody came from a certain city in China, so like Shanghai, um, and everybody in that circle came from Shanghai, and they would just get together and hang out. Right. Hang <laughs> yeah. out, have fun. Yeah. They're people. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. You know, Chinese American history is American history as well. Yep. Uh, so I think that's great that you're doing that. I'll be looking forward to reading it. Please share it with me. I'd Thank love you. To, I'd love to take a listen to it. <laughs> We're going to be right back uh, with our favorite segment, Give Me Three. Hi, this is Alexandra Shu, and you can come see my film, Our Way Home, at LADFF's Ladies' Night, a one-night-only special event, May 18th at the West Hollywood City Council Chambers. Get your tickets today at LADFF.com. All right, we're back with Film Forward. We're back with Alexandra Shu, and she is about to give us three recommendations, films that may have flown under your radar. Alexandra, throw us your first one. Book Smart. Book Smart, okay. Book Smart is seen this. actually coming out soon. Uh, within this year. Perhaps that's why I haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's uh, Olivia Wilde's directorial debut. Okay, so I've heard of it. I heard about this movie. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about it. Um, I was at uh, the San Francisco Film Festival and saw a bunch of really great films there, and uh, that was one of them. Um, it's a female high school comedy, um, and it's it's the it's just a great comedy. Yeah. Um, and you see a lot of familiar faces amongst the adults. Right. Um, and you see just a really great female friendship. Is it uh, present day or is that a, is it a period piece also? Present day. Present day. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. L.A. Book smart. <laughs> yeah. And give us your second one. Um, another San Francisco Film Festival uh, watch uh, was uh, Trial by Fire, um, which had Laura Dern and Ooh. it was – um, just a really emotional story um, that touches upon or deals with um, the death penalty in Texas. Okay. And Very it's based cool. on a true story and everything. And um, it, I was just in tears. <laughs> 
Um, but it was and it was it was well done, uh, directed by Edward Zwick. One of my gl- glories, one of my favorite movies <laughs> of all time. Yeah. Edward Zwick directed that also. See what happens when you go to film festivals, people. You see good shit. Um, all right, give us your third one. Um, Ash is the purest white. Ooh, I love that movie. I just saw it about a month ago. I I love how he deals with social issues in China and mm-hmm. technology and and you seeing like seeing the evolution of this couple and this this man and this woman just dealing with life in China and but seen through a very specific lens of like a man in the gangster world and a woman uh, dealing with the gangster world yeah. from her outsider perspective while trying to maintain a a relationship. It is a slow, slow heartbreak of a, of a movie. Yeah. Um, but uh, it is it is masterfully done. Excellent, yeah. excellent choice. Thank you. Um, I will keep an eye out for those other two when they come out. Um, yeah. And y'all should keep an eye out for Our Way Home. And you can come see it May 18th at the West Hollywood City Council Chambers. We'll be there. It'll be ladies' night. I'll be there. Alexandra will be there. It's going to be a good time. Uh, Alexandra, thank you for being here today with us talking about your flick. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for joining us on Film Forward, and we'll catch you next time. Our recording engineer and mixer is Anselm Kennedy. The podcast is produced by Anselm, Sonia Maru, and yours truly. Thanks for joining us on Film Forward, and you'll hear us next time.